The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you, each and every one of you, for listening in. I am so, so grateful. So today's show, something I've never talked about on the radio yet. How does it get any more exciting than this? <laughs> Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> I probably just dated myself because I think that song was probably an 80s song, but uh, that's just fine. So let's talk about sex. Let's finally talk about sex. It is one of the things that most people have so much shame about and and points of view that limit what's actually possible for them and all sorts of kind of craziness tied up. And how do I know? Because <laughs> I've been there. And it's actually one of the reasons, well, kind of one of the reasons that I've never done a show on it before. Uh, one, it honestly never crossed my mind. Two, the, the sex from this reality isn't something that I would say that I ever felt really confident about, that I ever could sit and discuss publicly. <laughs> and really, looking at where I was years ago to where I am now, it's such a huge difference. And it's all, of course, with the use of the Access Consciousness tools, which is what I use on the show along with the clearing statement. So you can find more about Access Consciousness at accessconsciousness.com. The clearing statement, which you can find more information at theclearingstatement.com. It's just a bunch of words I say after I run a question to bring up energy just to erase that energy so that we can all start creating whatever it is we would like. And with sex, one of the things in access that we talk about kind of foundation level one-ish, so if you haven't taken those classes, I highly recommend it, uh, is that sex actually doesn't mean the way that we use the word here in this reality. So copulation is more of what we're looking for when we talk about sex. Copulation is putting body parts together. And sex is actually has nothing to do with somebody else's body. Sex is just when you're walking tall and you're feeling good and, you know, people are adoring your body and maybe even lusting after it a little bit. Uh, that's more sex from 
from the actual terminology, the actual definition. However, for the purpose of this show, I'm going to talk about sex from the place that we talk about it in this reality and not putting body parts together. And really looking at that from the place of us as an infinite being. You know, when this body goes away, we're still here, which I guess that's my my awareness. Yours might be different. My awareness is we're still here, so we're these infinite beings. And sex is so bastardized from my point of view on this reality. There's so much that's not talked about from a place of creating more. Yes, there's a lot of, you know, locker room discussion or, you know, there's definitely women talking about it or or teenage girls talking about it also. Not necessarily from the place of creating more. And the first place I'd like to start with this show is really about being in communion with our bodies It's not us as the infinite beings having sex. It's actually our bodies. So our bodies should be the first ones saying yes or no. And it goes to, I mean, I've talked a lot about having communion with our bodies around the food that we eat, around, you know, the bed that we sleep in or the clothes that we wear and everything that affects our bodies. And sex is part of that too. Uh, so it's it's just getting in, in that space of question with your body and looking at all of the points of view that that you have about sex. I was just finished uh, Foundation Level 1 in Victoria this weekend and it was interesting as we kind of started looking at all of this for for the people in the class, how many limiting points of view that came up, especially around if a person was turned on, then you have to go finish off. <laughs> you know, then it's it's like you're turned on, the next thing you do is have an orgasm. So whether that's with someone or not with someone, it's like that that completion. And yet, if we actually really honored our bodies, that turned on energy, that's natural for us. That's creative for us. That's the way we be naturally if we're not shutting it off. The problem, again, in this reality is that we've learned to either finish off (laughs) or shut it off. And more people that I work with just choose to shut it off. (laughs) And so they've turned it down. So whether that's because even as a child, you know, if you look at young, young kids, they're naturally, whatever we want to call it, lit up, energized, turned on, not sexually turned on. And yet, there is a sexualness about them. There's a sexualness about us too, if we're willing to be it. But let's say you were that young child who was turned on and you were being that and somebody, likely an adult, who didn't wish to be that made you wrong for it. You know, maybe you were, you know, pumping the couch. (laughs) You were doing something. Maybe they caught you with your hands in your pants or something and then made you wrong for it. And as soon as we're made wrong for something, 
most of us that listen to access consciousness radio shows or take the classes, as soon as we're made wrong for something, we don't usually question that. <laughs> we just decide, well, then we are definitely wrong because that person said we were wrong and they love us, so they are right. <laughs> so everything that brings up for you, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere you were made wrong for being on, for being lit up, for being excited, for, for being filled with the energy of living. <laughs> Will you destroy and uncreate all of that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. Ah, awesome. All right. So when we look at that, from the moment that we choose to take that person's word for it and make ourselves wrong, we start shutting down. And then we start getting into relationships where sex is maybe part of the fun of that relationship. And maybe to begin with, there's a lot of fun and then sometimes there's a lot of talk about how okay well then you get married and then the sex finishes or there's just so much to it when when we've been for years even as children and teenagers shutting that down shutting that down being told that that's inappropriate that that's wrong that that's disgusting whatever it might be whatever message that you received with that whether it was spoken or unspoken will you destroy and uncreate all of that times a godzillion Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so then when we look at it from that place and how much of that energy we've suppressed, we've shut off, we've totally disconnected from, to me it's no surprise that our bodies aren't as alive as they could be, you know, aren't as energized as they could be, or even kind of going into sexual problems or hormonal problems all of those things again my interesting point of view tie into when we've started shutting that down and for how long and to what degree and and all of that I know for myself, when I met my husband 20-some years ago, uh, I had from this reality what we would call a very high sex drive, which of course also from this reality is not socially acceptable. It's the woman who's not supposed to have one and the man who's supposed to be always desiring sex. And so I was very young, I had this really high sex drive, and my husband didn't. <laughs> so all I did to myself was make myself wrong and bad. Because I didn't see it as, oh, he doesn't have as much of a desire for sex as I do. I saw it as, he doesn't want me. <laughs> Which I can look at now and, and see the crazy there and how much really torture that I did to myself because of the story I added to what was really real. What was really real was he just didn't desire sex as often as I did, end of story. But I added the story to it. So then I had lots of trauma and drama to play with, whether it was in my head or whether it was verbally with him. And 
you know, how we made it through, honestly, at times when I look back, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how he managed to put up with my crazy um, or that I managed to put up with his crazy. And yet we did. And I'm so grateful because that is so much of what the tools of access consciousness have gifted me is that when I don't add that story, <laughs> I can actually have the awareness of what is. And if if you are, you know, if you have a higher sex drive than your partner, you know that the minute you kind of p- get pushy about it, even if it's just energetically, their first response is no. Uh, so it just creates a whole bunch of bizarre dynamics sexually that really, if we can take out the story and do what require, what's required for us, you know, our bodies are magical and we can have fun with someone or without someone, or we could be adding someone else if that was something that was going to create more. It's just often in this reality when we talk about adding someone else, people get uh, really into that place of, well, that's wrong and that's bad and that's horrible. And yes, that can be if you're doing it from that place, if you're adding someone to get back at your partner or to cause them pain or to cause them hurt. That's a totally different thing that I'm talking about than creating something that works for you and your body. So in Access, we talk about three questions before you have sex with somebody. Ask yourself, truth, will this be easy? Then, if that's a yes, (laughs) truth, will it be fun? And if that's a yes, truth, will I learn something? So those are the three questions that you would really can create more when you're asking your body before you're looking at having sex with someone. And if the will it be easy, the number one question, will it be easy, is a no, Honestly, I'd stop right there. I wouldn't even bother with the next two because does it matter if it's not going to be easy, but it'll be fun? (laughs) means it'll be fun for that hour or two hours or however long, but after that, it's going to create a lot of drama trauma that likely isn't what you're looking for in your life. Uh, So number one question, will it be easy? And I know for myself and this may be awareness, this may be a bit of a conclusion, but when I ask, when I look at asking that question, will it be easy? Because of being married and adoring my husband, I don't know that I would ever get a yes on will it be easy to have sex outside of my marriage. Again, that may be awareness, that may be conclusion. Either way, that's just what works for me. And everybody's different. So as long as you're willing to honestly ask those three questions before you have sex with somebody, whether it's with your spouse or whether it's with a long-term partner, whether it's with somebody who just picks you up on the train. (laughs) Either way, it doesn't matter if you're willing to ask those three and your awareness is yes for all of them, then hey, go and have fun and, and play. 
And of course, you can add additional questions if you like, like, will this create more? And also my two favorite, what will my life be like in five years if I choose this? And what will my life be like in five years if I don't choose this? And so that you can get even a broader view and always start with, will it be easy? That's going to really start to shift and change for you from the place of looking at something like that totally consciously. As most people shut off all of their awareness to have sex with people that aren't going to contribute to their lives, that isn't going to create more, that isn't going to be easy and fun and learn something. And everywhere you might have done that in the past, <laughs> will you destroy and create all of that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And any of the distractor implants that you have about maybe past sexual experiences that you've had, past sexual partners, like blame or shame or regret or guilt or any of them at all. Will you revoke or can't rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate them all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock shorts, boys, and beyonds. We're going to head to break here right away. And when we come back, I'm actually going to give an additional tip in terms of those three questions. Something that came up a couple weekends ago when I was with some friends in Vancouver. And uh, yeah, so when we come back, I will share that tip. All right, we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. All right, so the tip that I was talking about with a friend when I was in Vancouver is she was sharing about how 
she was having all of these uh, men really interested in her and how she was going to go home that night and ask some questions around which ones to play with. And as she was talking, I became really aware of how easy it is for us to be impacted by other people's projections and expectations. So what I was aware of was all of those men really desired her, and they should. She's phenomenal and gorgeous. And when she was talking about going home and asking questions like, will it be easy? Will it be fun? Will I learn something? I could see how their desire for her could override her awareness. So here's the the thing I shared and I, I've talked about it a few times in different ways and anywhere you have this, anywhere in your life where somebody has a desire for you to do something uh, that's maybe stronger than your desire not to, <laughs> even if your awareness says otherwise, is just imagine yourself in a bubble and when I do it I I imagine the bubble starting in the center of my body and then just pushing out maybe a foot outside of my body. So in a sense, I'm I'm like, I'm the only one in here when I do that. I don't keep that bubble like that at all. All I want to do is do that and then I can ask questions knowing that my awareness is what I'm going to tap into. I'm not going to tap into other people's projections and expectations and hopes and dreams for me and all that other stuff. I'm going to just be tapped into my awareness. And so she came in the next day and she said when she did that, none of them were going to be easy or fun or that she would learn something from. So how does it get any better than that? And that's something that I recommend doing in any situation that you would like clear awareness and and just kind of pushing everybody else's stuff out for a minute and then checking in and you don't keep the bubble there by any mean it's just it's almost maybe a bit of a like a walking stick <laughs> so that you can kind of get to where you're really clear on your awareness or where other people's desires aren't greater than what would work for you most of us have started out life like that we we've so desired for our, our families to to be happy and to love us and to think we're amazing and and so we start being really aware of what they require and what would make them happy and what they would hope for us and we start doing that more than checking in with us so anywhere that you have done that will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion right wrong good bad all nine pot shorts boys and beyonds and what have you made so vital about other people's desires that keeps you from acknowledging what works for you holy everything that is will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion right wrong good bad all nine pot shorts boys and beyonds what have you made so vital of other, about other people's desires that keeps you from acknowledging what works for you? Everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so that can be in the bedroom or outside of the bedroom. That That can work on anything, anywhere that you've put other people's wishes before yours or 
you know, sometimes you talk to people and they don't even know what theirs are. They don't even know what works for them. They don't even have clarity anymore because for so long it's been about everybody else. So everywhere it's been about everybody else instead of what works for you. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so before break, I talked about being the the partner with the higher sex drive and I have a really good friend that it's the opposite in their relationship and so I get to kind of hear the other side of it so to speak from from the point of the one that's feeling pushed the one that's feeling like they have to the one that's then judges himself for being wrong for not desiring it as much of their as much as their partner and all of that so if that's you, <laughs> everything that is will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pod, shorts, boys and beyonds. Because that really isn't what it's about either. You know, and I, I laugh at how many different ways we can find us wrong. <laughs> Whether we want it too much or we don't want it enough or anything in between, we just find reasons to make us wrong and I wonder what might change if we stopped that what if we're not wrong you know one of the greatest questions I, I say greatest but in this was 10 seconds one of the greatest questions with that is what's right about me I'm not getting and what's right about this I'm not getting so I tell you, if I'd have had that 10 years ago <laughs> 15 years ago things would have been really different and it's also for myself looking at it from from where I'm at now. It's really looking at how much I was putting onto my husband in terms of he's responsible for my happiness. He's responsible for my joy. He's responsible to take care of every need that I have because that's what husbands and wives do for each other. That doesn't feel light to me at all. <laughs> I'm sure it didn't feel light to you hearing it. So when did we start doing that to each other? When did we decide that the other person has to fulfill all of our expectations, all of our desires, all of what we think they should, instead of being in conversation of, hey, what works for you? Okay, does that work for me? Hey, this is what works for me. Hey, that works for me. Okay, well, I'm going to do this and you do that and party on. <laughs> So everywhere you've done that and everywhere that's been done to you, will you return to sender with consciousness and destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And all of the points of view about sex that we've bought into and per continuously perpetrated on this reality like men always want sex and women never want sex and sex is bad and sex is the the only thing and all of that crazy every aspect of it all of the polarities of it we just destroy and uncreate it all times a godzillion yeah right wrong good bad all nine pod poc shorts boys and beyonds and everywhere that we've misidentified and misapplied sex 
sex within relationships, sex within marriages, sex outside of relationships, sex outside of marriages, sex for single people, sex for married people, sex for young people, sex for old people, every aspect of that. Will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, potpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. You know, I used to have a really, and probably still do as I'm saying it, point of view about my parents having sex. And I don't know that anybody, you know, thinks that's a great thing to think about of their parents having sex, but really, really strong point of view, very young. And I know that because when my parents sat us girls, so I have two older sisters and myself, sat us three down when I was nine years old to tell us that my mom was pregnant again, my comment to them was, you guys still do that? <laughs> and I laugh about it. And yet, if I had that point of view about it at nine, what did I think occurred? You just had sex for babies? And since I've never had children, <laughs> you know, it just, it's really interesting to me when we look at it from that, we've got all these stipulations on it, you know, beautiful people should have sex, but if you've got rolls or if you've got a cellulite or if you've had a baby or whatever, like they shouldn't, or if you're too old. Uh, I had a gal in, in a class not that long ago and she said, she, you know, her and her partner are both in their 70s and it's the best sex they've ever had. How does it get any better than that? <laughs> so anywhere that you've put some sort of limitation on what's actually possible for you with sex, will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, potpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So when, when my husband and I were in Mexico in January, I started running a question just for me and it was actually more just to tap into the sexualness that I be so not sexualness from the place of you know I'm going to put lingerie on and dance on a pole although there's nothing wrong with that more from just being sexualness everywhere and sexualness is is like ah oh, yummy and delicious in space and and you can be it while you're playing a board game with kids and you can be it while you're standing on stage and you can be it while you're writing a book and you can be it with another person while you're naked like it's not just one thing it's the sexualness that we as infinite beings truly be so the question i was running was what energy space and consciousness can my body and i be to be the sexualness we truly be. Just to really start tapping into that, because really even having a body and, and enjoying a body, it's something I've only really started um, using tools for with, with studying access in the last four years. Prior to that, I kind of ignored it, didn't really pay attention to it. Yes, of course I had desires and, and all of that, but it was a from a very different place. So it's like, being the sexualness we truly be is in every area of our life. It's not just from what this reality would say in the bedroom or with a partner. And, and, it's, and it's the being that we be. We be infinite sexualness. So everything that brings up for you, will you destroy and uncreate it all? 
right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I was just running that just in my head every time I would just kind of think about it. I'd run a few times and, and destroy and uncreate everything that, that didn't allow that. And it created such yumminess. And, and I shouldn't say it created. Of course, when we run a clearing, it opens the door, so to speak, for us to choose something we maybe haven't chose before, didn't realize we could choose before. So that's really, it just invited me into this whole different space with my body and my being and and playfulness and and it was in every area. So when I was writing my newsletter, when I was talking to, you know, the computer guy with the programmer I do, like all of this stuff, it wasn't just with my husband and I. And that exponentialized. It was phenomenal. So that might be something, if you're looking to tap more into the sexualness that you truly be, that might be something that could create more. What energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be to be the sexualness we truly be? Anything that doesn't allow that, destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Anything that doesn't allow you to be that sexualness, will you destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. All of those people's voices that come up in your head saying, that's gross, that's dirty, don't touch that, don't think about that, you're going to go blind if you keep doing that, all of that. Will you destroy and uncreate it and return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. Because what might your life be like if you were willing to be the sexualness you truly be? could even ask the universe, Hey universe, if I was willing to be the sexualness I truly be, what would that create in my life? Yeah, can you perceive that expansion? Can you perceive that yumminess? That sexualness? And what if you allowed yourself to be in the world being turned on? Like, what if that was okay? You know, have you ever met somebody who was like turned on, lit up, so excited about their life and just you talking to them, your body got excited and you just got turned on and you just were just, (gasps) yum. And then you shut it down because it was wrong. Maybe the person was the same sex and you prefer the other sex to be in bed with. Or maybe the person was married and you weren't. Or maybe you were both married or whatever you might have attached to it. Instead of just enjoying the invitation that they were being to more of you. So everywhere you've made it wrong when you got that turned on, when you got that lit up, when you got that that true living energy. (laughs) We destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere you decided when you're that, you have to shut it down. Or when you're that, you have to have an orgasm so that it stops. We destroy and uncreate all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what if you allowed that? no matter what. Even if you just had an orgasm, you still allowed yourself to be that turned on. Anything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy it and create it? 
right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. We are going to head to break and I'll explain that when we come back to have an idea of what I'm talking about from that place of just being turned on and staying turned on. All right, we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So what I was talking about before break was being turned on all the time, nonstop, 24-7, continuously. (laughs) And even after you have an orgasm, not shutting it down, not turning it off, not dulling it, Because what if that's our natural way of being? What if infinite turned (laughs) onness, maybe more infinite aliveness, is more of what is natural for us? And what if we've bastardized that in this reality so that when we have an orgasm, it's like an excuse to shut it off. Or maybe we haven't in this body ever had an orgasm. So then you don't even have a reason to, to have that in the first place. And what if it doesn't have to do with anything about that? You know, you've probably seen people talk about orgasmic living. Orgasm isn't just the body's way of a release when you're having sex with somebody or yourself. Orgasm is living and 
it could be when you're eating, you know, if, you know, when you eat something just so delicious, like a piece of cake or whatever it might be for you, bacon, maybe <laughs> one of my favorites, and it's just so delicious, that can be orgasmic living. Or having the sun on you on the beach in Mexico and just feeling it on the skin or skiing really fast down the side of a mountain or whatever it might be for you. What if orgasmic living was possible? And I'm not talking about, you know, walking around hyperventilating. <laughs> Just mean really, really living and not turning it down or off for anybody. No matter what, no matter what would make them more comfortable, not turning it down or off for anybody. Everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyond. So what have you made so vital about shutting off your sexualness that keeps you from truly living? Everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And are you truly willing to live an orgasmic life? Everything that brings up for you, we destroy and create it all, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And even if you've never experienced an orgasm in this lifetime, would you be willing right now, just if it's safe, if you're not driving, just to close your eyes and bring the energy of orgasm from the center of the earth into your body through your feet, up through your body, your legs, your stomach, your chest, your neck up to the top of your head, down each arm to your fingertips and out to the tips of your ears. And then intensify that. And intensify that. And intensify that. Everywhere you're not willing to intensify orgasmic energy. We destroy and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And what if throughout the rest of your day or evening you just kept intensifying that? I mean, how turned on are you willing to be? And you know what's really cool is that turned on bodies turn on other bodies. So when you're turned on, as long as you're willing to stay turned on, no matter what somebody else chooses, you become an invitation to turning them on. Now, they may not choose it. They may have their own points of view about that, and they may just shut it off right away, and that's cool. Not enough your point, none of your business, really, what they choose with it. As long as you don't match whatever they choose with it. So everywhere you've taught yourself to match whatever they choose, will you destroy and uncreate all of that? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And any point of view that you've got, that if you turn somebody else's body on, you have to finish them off. <laughs> will you destroy and uncreate all of that times a godzillion? 
right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And any oath, vows, commitments, contracts, promises, obligations, communities, fealties, anything I haven't mentioned that you have to never being infinite sexualness and living orgasmically ever again will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all of that times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then just be aware of what goes on in your world. So when you do walk in, let's say you walk into a store and there's a really good looking person there, man or woman, whatever, and and you are more aware of how turned on you are. Be in your awareness with that without shutting it off. Just be in your awareness. And if it feels good to your body and you're not you know, inappropriately touching the other person or <laughs> something like that. Like maybe you're just on the bus together. You're just looking at them and you're like, oh, yum, this is delicious. What if you just intensified that? What if we stopped making other people's bodies and our bodies wrong? What if we started to have the joy of embodiment? Which means really acknowledging how phenomenal our lives are with our bodies and how much we wouldn't actually be able to have fun with or to play with or to do without bodies. You know, there's a ton of infinite beings around without bodies and they don't get the pleasure of eating a fresh strawberry or having a really delicious drink or touching a body or being touched. All of those those sensualnesses without a body they're not there. You're not having that. So really, if we can start to acknowledge the joy that it is to have a body right now and start playing with it in that aspect, whatever it is, you know, maybe it's just playing frisbee in the rain. Maybe it's going dancing. Maybe it's bowling. Maybe it's pole dancing. I mean, whatever it might be for you and you get to choose and then you get to choose again and then you get to choose again. Yeah. So everywhere that you haven't been creating the joy of embodiment, will you destroy and create all of that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere you've projected onto your sweet body, that it's horrible to have it, that it's a pain to have it, that you could get so much more done if you didn't have to take care of it, whatever you might have projected onto it. We just destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And there are a lot of women that I, that I talk with and they, they don't know what works for their body, so maybe they haven't had an orgasm and they would really like to have one, you know, there's really talking with and and having that sense of communication with your partner about what works. And sometimes that takes finding out what works on yourself before you can invite them to that and then being really aware of how they can receive it. Because if you just get into bed and say, hey, you've been doing it wrong all this time... <laughs> 
<laughs> chances are that won't create more. No different than if they got into bed and said the same thing to you. So it's really looking at it from a whole different place and, you know, having fun with it and playing with it and not seeing it as a means to an end. It's like, okay, well, we'll just do this to get rid of this weird feeling in my body once I have an orgasm, then I, then it's done for, you know, a couple days or it's done for a week or done for six months, whatever it might be. And anywhere that you might have made yourself wrong for how much sex you would like or not like, will you destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. Then check in with your body. Sometimes we have points of view that override our body. So, body, would you like to play? And if it's a yes, then okay, let's play. And if it's a no, then okay, we won't play. <laughs> and you don't make yourself wrong for it. You don't make yourself right for it. It's just a choice. A lot of times people will use many things to cover up uh, that, but food is a really big one. So maybe they'll have a really big uh, meal after work. And after that, then they're tired and sluggish and they just kind of lay on the couch until they go to bed. And we were talking at the class this weekend about how maybe it's time to start having sex before your dinner or your supper, whatever you call it, your last meal of the day. Because <laughs> maybe it's not food you're looking for. <laughs> maybe it's some other sort of yumminess that might contribute more. You know, it's kind of like having dessert first, but a little bit different. Uh, so yeah, it's just something to play with, something to look at, something to be more aware of. And anywhere you're blaming your partner or partners from the past for not knowing your body, not knowing how to pleasure it, not doing it the right way or whatever it might be, we just destroy and uncreate all that return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What if you're just willing to, to let them know in a way they could hear? So again, be really kind. Be really aware of how they could hear it. Could even be as simple as lying and saying, oh my gosh, you've been so amazing all these years. What if we tried it this way? I wonder if this would be more fun. <laughs> you know, that's going to might be more received than this has been horrible for all these years. Now can we do it this way? <clears throat> chances are it would be more received but just be in your awareness so that you can play maybe there's books maybe there's videos maybe there's online stuff that you can find little steps or how to's or something fun that might create more if you get out of all the points of view that might be stopping you from creating more with it you know look at what you've what you've been creating as your sex life is it is it fun and expansive and and creates more in your life or is it boring and something you just have to do and an obligation and look at all of that and and destroy and uncreate what isn't there what isn't there what is there so that you can have that space of possibility with it i know as soon as i started getting out of the points of view about what was required from him all of a sudden he started showing up so it is pure magic. It absolutely is. The more points of view, the more judgment you're willing to get out of the other person, and even myself, <laughs> him and I, 
it created so much more space for us to play and to try new things and create more in an area that I honestly would have told you couldn't be fixed. <laughs> so once again, I am so grateful for Access Consciousness and everything that it invites me into more of in every area of my life. Absolutely every area. So I just want to invite you to a couple classes I've got coming up. Magic with Molecules in Germany. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Uh, April 3rd and 4th. And if you aren't able to connect with us there, you actually can do it from home on your computer. You can live stream it. Like, how does it get any better than that? So we've got that coming up. Um, Metal Lake, I've got a five days to change your life starting April 15th. Uh, Spruce Lake, I've got starting April, or just April 21st, a bars class. Then I'm off to Boulder, Colorado with Magic with Molecules starting May 2nd. Uh, starting May 6th in Calgary, five days to change your life. Starting May 27th in Lloydminster, five days to change your life. Then off to Ireland for Foundation Level 1 starting June 6th. Then I'm going to do a full day of business of a business class in Ireland. Then off to the Rotterdam, Netherlands. We're going to do Creating with the Universe two-day class. Then off to Copenhagen, September 11th, five days to change your life. The weekend after September 19th will be uh, Magic with Molecules. How does it get any better than that? And of course, classes are at this point pretty much added daily so watch my site check it out if you want me to come to your area please contact me I would love 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 to bring any of these classes around the world what else is possible what other magic can we create and you know one of the things that Gary shared at the India seven day was when we ask what else is possible that I've never even imagined we, it actually takes us beyond any lifetime. So ask that question a lot because anything we imagine in any lifetime, if we go beyond that, imagine what we can create. All right. Thank you so much for listening in. Grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.